0: Milburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by milberger's Landscaping and Nursery. On 930 AM, The Answer. Ready?
1: Now we're done. Oh, there we go. And welcome
2: to Mill garden in South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Can everybody hear me? We're,
1: we're
3: set up in the rain.
1: Wait, wait a minute. Oh, okay. Okay, here. let's see if Here's we more. microphone. Oh,
3: okay. I'm, I'm I can hear you guys. Yet, so.
1: Yeah, we don't hear you. We don't, we don't so hear man, you yet. Grab
2: that microphone right there. Grab that one. It'll switch out.
1: Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah, that one's hot. I can hear it. Yeah. Testing, one, oh, two, three. oh, yeah, yes, that's yes. good stuff.
2: All right.
3: I was well, welcome. Waiting, I'm waiting for you, Milton, to it's say a well, welcome to this wonderful spring day in, in Texas. Uh, I don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as I
2: drove here, it wasn't feeling like a wonderful spring day in Texas, but it is pretty with the rain. It's but nice to. We uh, need the rain. Yeah, no, that's it's exactly right.
3: Yeah, and you uh,
2: said eight tenths of an inch so far at your place.
3: Yeah, my place for this is over the
2: last uh, three days.
1: And your place is uh, medical center, medical yeah. center okay. yeah.
2: So yeah. we need calls with rain reports. Our yeah. rain rangers need to call us out there.
3: You know what else I'd like uh, the the Mar- the purple martins are re- really moved into my neighborhood, and it's it's pre- pre- it's pretty neat. Um, we saw Bartonard counted uh, fourteen flying. And at least uh, oh three, six, six, four houses had uh, nests in there, but they're uh, holding their own with the sparrows. Jerry's not here uh, to defend the the brown sparrows, but oh, that's uh, a shame. But uh, they the Martin the Martin. Jerry's CD. home
2: today, recovering from yeah. a a little bit of nothing COVID-related, just a. Little surgery, so nobody's worried.
3: And you'll appreciate this. Uh, yeah. The uh, breakfast hey, it's group. It's doing great. The yeah. breakfast group, we uh, we didn't have breakfast, of course, together, but we had a uh, conference call together.
2: Oh, you did the video conferencing? Yeah. Now, were you, did you do video? I didn't do the no, video, no, but most
1: say, everybody do you do did. WebEx or Zoom? Yeah. You know, I'm learning all about these terms. Yeah. I'm not very good at it, but I'm learning about them.
3: And uh, we were talking about. Uh, uh, Bill and I were talking about the Purple Martins a little bit, and he agrees with us. We said last weekend that we, uh, or when when was it, that uh, our friend from uh, Birds Unlimited, we were talking about we still had time. Yeah, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle, we still had time to get some houses up, and Bill agreed that we it could be as late as April before some of those young, uh, unattached uh, Purple Martins find a. Uh, Settle into uh, their housing. So, if you're thinking about getting uh, Martin houses up, go ahead and do it. It's at a, at another adventure, and it's it's real exciting. It's fun to have and,
1: them. It's and something you can do at home. We're, we're at the office. We're trying to figure out everything you can do at home in the garden, or in the landscape. So, uh, that's an, that's an excellent one.
3: Yeah, and that that uh, is a good resource too, Mark. That reminds me, your uh, newsletter. And uh, the SAWS website, What 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 is the formal name of the SAWS website, the landscape? So the
1: GardenStyleSA.com yeah. website. So it is uh, GardenStyleSA, or really for short, GSSA, if we're in a hurry.
3: So folks that have been were thinking about doing something exciting with their landscapes and major changes, just haven't felt they've had the time to... Uh, think or dig into it deeply. Now would be the time, and you.
1: There's another time we have some excellent articles uh, on the website regarding design, uh, and I have some more coming up this uh, Tuesday on your uh, on the e-newsletter. Uh, that's going to come out. We're going to have some more design articles. But then you plan, and then you go out and actually uh, install everything you want to do. Now is the perfect time to do that. And, of course, we have our coupons right now. Uh, And, of course, all those plants that are permitted underneath the coupons, don't pull my (laughs) headgear out, are available here at Millburger.
3: Yeah, and this is an easy place to to, to utilize those coupons because they've got almost all of the plants' examples, you know, five or six examples of each of the plants that's available in the coupons. And then, of course, throughout the nursery, there's... Larger numbers. Yeah, yeah of those. Trace
1: uh, has set up a nice area uh, with those plants. It's, it's
3: funny. I don't know if you noticed, Mark, but the people go raid that. They, uh,
1: the, they the it, it's, all, it's built up. Trace builds it up every every weekend or every week, and then people take it all out, uh, and then they have to do it all over again.
3: Well, the, I, I've just seen even seen staff taking it in. You know, it's kind of like a continuous process. <laughs> they take this load in, put it down. You know, go to get something else. They come back. <laughs> everything they put in there has been uh, taken.
1: they'll be loaded on one side and people will be taking it out from the other side
3: <laughs> and uh this is uh, another thing about meal burgers is the center of uh you're trying to get ready for the boat for the butterflies
2: oh gosh yeah lots of choices
3: yeah the monarchs have uh, we've seen a few fly we haven't seen them in high numbers yeah. in my in my neighborhood we've got a uh oh uh, Mark Prang, uh, Doctor Mark Prang, has a wonderful uh, butterfly garden in his yard, and he's he's seen a few of the individuals just like we have at Mill Rivers here at the certified uh, garden. But they'll they'll be coming. They should be in large numbers here. And yeah, if,
1: actually, we kind of predicted it, uh, or at least I think you did. You said this is the weekend. Yeah. I think the rains pulled them off a little bit. Well, and we have
3: a lot of our listeners have reported, and my and readers. Have reported that the uh, uh, last weekend we we're talking about the laid the monarchs have started laying eggs. Even if there's foliage available, my, milkweed foliage available, they're uh, trying to lay eggs on it. And that that's the only foliage that they'll they'll lay eggs on. And so of course. Um,
1: I was going to say, and what do we have here?
3: Well, we've got uh, miss we, Miss Flower, and I we. we yeah, do have she, some
1: milkweeds here. We
3: had a we had a ton of them I, had, we, I, I I was running
1: late so yeah we, did, better did check, late. we better check we better
3: check and see if they did show up a, a yeah. replacement I was looking for them too you haven't heard anything Milton have you no. but if they're not if they're not here Milton, we'd, it, it,
1: ex- it's radio uh, don't shake your head yeah don't shake your oh, head okay. you
3: to, you <laughs> well, we'd expect them to be we well, expect the the milkweed yeah. supply to be uh, but re- but replenished it, soon.
1: Uh, but on your other your other statement, we have lots of different uh, plants, uh, nectar plants, and some host plants here. Uh, mistflower is one of them. That's that's an excellent one, uh, and we had, or at least we had last week of where I looked. Uh, the infamous Porter Weed was 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 here. What was, oh, well, was here a couple of weeks ago? When I are you crazy? Yeah, it's over there. <laughs> on, the <other laughs> <side> of, it's <laughs> on the other side of the tree. It was. It don't, was. don't
2: tell Calvin that during the show. He will run away. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm sorry. I've got some. Uh, <laughs> no, no. It <laughs> was when I was uh, uh, substituting for you. Oh, a couple of weeks ago.
3: Well, we if you are not familiar with porterweed, uh this this is a. I guess it's almost an appropriate memory plant for Paul Cox, because he he brought it to oh, our attention for right. I, I didn't I for didn't, four I didn't. or five years and we poo pooed it and
2: that was my first uh, first run in with Paul was Paul and Jerry and Paul calling in from the garden center and as Paul said the garden center uh, botanical garden that was what it was garden garden yes. and uh, he said, "Hey, we still have, uh, you know, it's going great. We've sold out of this. We got plenty of porter weed, I think." And Jerry was like, "Well, hell yeah, you got plenty of porter <laughs> weed. You, why <laughs> call it a weed? You all need to change your <laughs> no, name."
1: Yeah. yeah, I don't know if Jerry actually shocking. knew what it was. So. <laughs> he may not have. Now, now he, <laughs> no. he
2: touts it as though but, it was his own.
1: Yeah, but but, but it, it, it early on, yeah. it, it, it looks like weed, but it puts out the flower spike, and oh it's gosh, amazing. it's beautiful.
3: Well, it's Yeah, it's, it's a. I I call it uh, when I write about the all-star butterfly plants. I yeah. always include it as the weirdest plant you're gonna have. Yeah. Uh, but the real attraction is that uh, the tiny little flowers and they move up and down the uh, up the stems. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, Jerry reports, and, and uh, I, I have no reason to doubt the, the information that the. Reason it's so attractive to butterflies and hummingbirds is that the uh, the nectar sources in the flowers are potent, and it's just strange this little teeny flower, and you got a hummingbird and monarchs and other butterflies, you know, competing for this little teeny, uh, teeny teeny surface. But they are very they're very attractive. They're very interesting. They're they're an exotic.
1: Um. And, and, and uh, in the past, traces had the different colors.
3: Oh gosh, yeah, we've always so that,
1: said that's uh, that's interesting as well. Right, yeah, we, what we, colors we
2: are there? I don't remember.
1: Well, red and blue or purple. Um,
3: okay, I saw. That. I remember the purple.
1: I think there's a pink one.
3: Yeah, yes, there is. There's yeah. a pink. Uh, there's four, uh, at least four or five colors, and there are uh, some real large. Of course, the ones we like mm. the best yeah. is that red yeah. dwarf, and then there, the yeah. the purple. Uh, full-size are very attractive yeah. plants.
1: So, so uh always recommend getting the full-size purple ones and then the the red dwarf. That, well, that's what
3: I well, a couple of years ago, after uh, we really uh, recognized uh, the, va- the value of the porter <laughs> weed, uh, that the first year after that, it, all of the real desirable selections were were taken up it was hard to get them so they got every every kind of porter weed you can think of there's a there's a lot of different selections and they're general. the i guess the main re use for them used to be uh medical uh oh home home kind of uh yeah. <clears throat> medical uh uses and uh the, the, what do we call these?
1: There's a lot of plants that have that homeopathy or, yeah. or uh, other essential essential oils and things like that. But, and so
3: that 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 so they were they were finding those from all over uh, the Caribbean and the South America, and bringing those plants in. It was an interesting time, but uh, hopefully, if there are porter weeds here. We'll uh, point that out, and if they're not here yet, they'll be here soon. Yeah, I'm sure they will be. They're All fun. Right. They're a, fun, a great plant.
2: 210-308-8867 is our number. So uh, we're looking for rain rangers. Want to know how much rain you've gotten? Uh, what's amazing to me uh, is, one, okay, so I got here a little bit before 11, and it is raining cats and dogs. And armed only with an umbrella, there are probably a, still a handful of gardeners out there walking, looking for the perfect tomato, or the perfect whatever, and uh, and and doing shopping. And so, uh, yeah. And now that the sun is uh, well, now that the the rain has ceased a little bit, uh, we have folks that are coming out too. So it's like they've been waiting for the rain to stop. Uh, and yeah, we have a lot of cool stuff on sale, um, which we'll tell you about in a little bit. Mark, um, so. I, I think this is an opportunity, too. We got you here.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm looking at Mel and I'm going, you know, we didn't do our regular introductions here.
2: Oh, uh, no. Mark Peterson. I am P- Mark Peterson.
1: I, Mark Peterson.
2: <laughs> That's right. I was trying. to well,
3: so we just Jerry, Jerry's voice just changed. Yeah, Jerry. He did have an operation.
4: <laughs> yes, so. he
2: did. So now he sounds a lot like Mark. <laughs> no. Uh, so uh, a couple of weeks oh, ago, we did oh. a. A little show to uh, put in and uh, save, and we talked about uh, different topics that the guys... I don't know if we got into trees. Did we get into trees?
3: Not much, but this is, uh, of course, the number one thing is that the uh, C, the CPS tree rebate it, is still in action, isn't
1: it? it uh, as far as I know, usually we like to say 1st uh, of October to the end of April. Funds depending. So, uh, but we are in the beginning of April. So, as far as I know, I haven't checked over there uh, that uh, there, there's still funds available and the, the, the trees. Uh, uh, it's a great program. Um, $50 credit on your bill up to five trees. Uh, you have to plant them in specific locations. Yeah. And they on the on their website, CBS Energy website, it gives you all the instructions on how to, uh, where to place them and what to, what to purchase and how to get your credit on your bill.
3: And they're uh, they're easy to it's easy to fulfill their requirements too. They've uh, got uh, all the same all, right. all the trees we recommend and. Where, where you would recommend they be planted on yeah. the west side and the south side? There, there's
1: it. even a few that uh, I have been received great, great, I, I'm not saying criticism, but uh, somebody has. Amazement. Been, amazement. Mark,
3: Mark was one of the authors of the list.
1: Oh. oh the list. Now, they have, they did cha- make a few changes, but I, I, I believe, what am I, uh, uh. There's a couple on the the jury, has uh, given me grief. Oh, Oh, okay. Wow, you're putting that nicely. Yes, (laughs) that's right. Sandpaper.
3: One of them is sandpaper tree. Yeah, that
1: was one that I very very much recommended.
3: I have a really nice one. Yeah, I plant. I got the plant here from Milberger's years ago, Uh, but but that is a great uh, native plant. Right. Very very. A very attractive evergreen, generally evergreen. Uh, it has got produces a wonderful supply of uh, berries for the birds in the summer. Thick um, for a good, good cover. Um, so it's an interesting plant. Yeah.
1: An aqua. It's an aqua. Uh, this is for shade trees. So an aqua is, is classified as a medium-sized tree. So I, I said, "Well, it provides shade." Yes. Anybody who's ever pruned in an aqua knows that it's very thick, oh. uh, and you can spend an entire day just pruning on those trees. You can so. uh,
3: prune a, a tunnel. <laughs> yeah, to, to the, you exactly. know, you know what? That we don't emphasize, though, that I uh, um, that maybe we should a little bit more. It has a tendency to uh, send shoots up everywhere. You know, make a thicket. They're yes. Everywhere.
1: Uh, but fortunately, only a few of those sprouts are, are from the root, not like live oak, in other words. So it's mostly from the berries, which uh, in the German name, of course, Paul would know the German name. It's a very yeah. long German name. But uh, the birds really love the berries. Oh, boy, they do. And uh, they, will, they will be greedy and eat a lot of those, especially when they start getting... A little fermented.
3: Well, the the others, really, <laughs> yeah. other really, yeah, Junk birds the, the, running around. The, 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 yeah, yeah. It's like a Minnesota or a Michigan tavern uh, in there. <laughs> but but the uh, the birds get so uh, the tree is so thick. You know, there's the birds in there. You can see the leaves moving yeah. and everything, but they they're just uh, you can't see them in there when they're after the after after the berries. You can't identify them uh, without watching them for a while. But you might have. Uh, easily could have seven or eight different species in their feeding uh during the summertime in those uh those berries. Um I was trying to remember gosh our, our friend our friend uh that at the uh uh downtown oh the uh what do we what do we call that when we dwarf dwarf t- trees and the uh, pro- the process of uh Keeping um, trees small. Uh, things in the oh, house. Bonzi- bonzi- think, really? things, Bonsai. 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 Yeah, oh, Yeah, shoot. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sandy Didier. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, she, uh, I was bragging on the and aqua and how a wonderful tree it was and the berries and everything. Yeah. And she called up, and I think she called up the radio show here. And said, oh, yeah. Did she have them in? Yeah. She said, Calvin... I'll tell you what you like that so much <laughs> you, you come out here and help me sweep up those darn berries yeah, yeah. did you use darn yeah, yeah sticky okay. sticky so, berries yeah
1: so at several hotels downtown um, they have them in the, in a courtyard or next to uh, the restaurant or something like that and they kind of create much much dismay. And oh. much consternation.
2: Oh. Squishy. And much much w- language. The birds are consternated? <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, no, the managers. The oh, managers. the managers are consternated. Yeah, yeah. Sandy, yes. Sherry diddy.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do this. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866 308-8867. More of Millberger's gardening, South Texas, coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, where it's drizzling now. With Dr. Calvin Finch, Mark Peterson, with us, and uh, your calls, Call us and tell us how that rain's coming. Uh, we want uh, purple martin reports from you, uh, and great. Uh, just uh, a great, you...
3: great time to ask, ask any questions you have about tree culture and choices.
2: Oh, so tree culture questions.
5: Our
3: water conservation.
2: If your tree isn't as cultured as you'd like it, call Mark, he'll help you. 210-308-8867. I like how Mark Rett laughs and Calvin just rolls his eyes. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 9 30 AM means. <laughs> Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Road, reminding you of some great specials this week at Millburgers where you can go and shop in person or you can get curbside service at Millburgers. I'll give you the phone number in just a second. But this week, one of the biggest things on sale is roses. Save 20% on all roses starting at 19.99. That's 20% off of your favorites, literally thousands of Modern Hybrids, Florabundas. Multifloras and much, much more at Millburgers now. Regularly $19.99, on sale at 20% off. This week you'll save on begonias, impatience, salvia greggai, blue plumbago, that Texas superstar is on sale. Lantana, pink gara, on sale in a one gallon container, regularly $6.99, now just $4.88. So here's the number to call 210 497 3760. Or go buy Mill Burgers at 1604 and Bull Verde Road.
6: No sunshine when she's gone. It's not warm when she's away
3: Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And she's always gone too long Anytime she goes away
2: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas As Al will play tribute to the music of Bill Withers today uh, Who passed away yesterday and my favorite part of that song is the I knows. I, knew, I, I, know, know, I know, I know, I know, I know. You got to get it right though. That's yes. you kind of get lost in. So, all right, we'll celebrate his music. But yes, sir. There's always sunshine
1: here. at move
2: oh, on the. Oh man, are you good? You are so cultured. Uh, all right, we're gonna go to. We got three calls on the line. So, guys, hang on. Our first call is Billy. He's got a rain report for us. Billy, what's going on, man?
7: over two days. I didn't read it yesterday. Oh, okay. So, and I have how, another so, question for you.
2: Okay. We, didn't, we didn't get the report. We didn't hear yeah, it. Yeah, we didn't hear it. You we, we, we got put on a little late. So which, how much of, rain?
7: Inch and a half.
2: Oh, inch and a half. Wow. Wow.
1: wow. Excellent.
2: Very good, Billy. So yeah. what are you doing right that you get an inch and a half? Calvin only got eight-tenths of an inch. He's yeah. keeps winding no, here the whole time.
7: This is a two-day reading. What's I I oh, a read two-day reading?
2: Well, I think yeah. mine is, too, Billy. Ah, uh, Billy, you're kicking his rain button.
7: <laughs> <laughs> oh, i got something else I want to ask you. Yes, sir. Uh, Milton, I uh, have some pictures I want to send you, but for some reason my, my computer don't want to share now. If I bring them over there, can you upload them on your laptop?
2: Um, I'm using a weird laptop today. Do you want to... Uh Oh man, I don't know how to do that because it's a different laptop today. Yeah. Um. Try, try again. You want talk talk about the symptoms a little bit, and then maybe try to. uh,
7: Uh, Well, I'm I'm using uh, Google Google Photo now, and it does crazy things. Uh, Oh, okay. And sharing is not one of them that it works very good.
2: I'm sorry. Okay. Hmm. Well, what's going on? Let's see if we can talk you through it without the. Yeah, pictures. let's do it the old fashioned way. Psychically. What you got yeah, going on, Billy? No?
4: Yeah.
2: Oh, no. Well, tell us what the problem is.
7: Well, the problem is I send them to somebody and they never get them.
2: Oh, no, not that part. The, the that pro- pro- what, what, pro- problem with the tree. What are you seeing on the, the plants?
7: Oh, I don't have a problem with plants. I have oh.
2: oh, you're trying to send the pictures. Oh, okay.
7: I have trouble with my computer.
2: Oh, okay. That we can't help you with. Trust us, we are all probably, <laughs> you don't want our help.
7: No, no, you don't want our Well, to B- uh,
2: Billy, uh, Billy has a
3: long history of participating in in uh, horticulture programs, uh, including the Master Gardener National and International Conferences and everything. So is that those kind of pictures you're talking about, Billy?
7: Uh, no. Well, I have those, too, but what I'm talking about is blue bonnets.
3: Oh,
2: Oh, cool. Okay, no, I haven't seen them yet, but I will. I'll look for them.
7: Okay, well, it, it, I just thought maybe if you had a, a laptop there, you could upload them on it if I brought you a memory card, but you don't think that'll work?
2: Oh, maybe so. Yeah, that, uh, your memory card or like a flash drive?
7: Well, I, I have a memory drive, and I have a, a reader or an adapter that I can bring with it. Yeah, the
2: flash drive might work.
7: Okay, well, uh, I'll do that sometime before you're gone today, then.
1: Okay. That's good. We'd like to see you.
7: Hey,
1: All right. Thanks, Billy.
2: Bye, Billy. All right. James is on the line at 210 308 Hey, James, what's going on?
6: I'm just watching the rain come down here in Guadalupe County. What about how much? How much rain do yeah, you get? You... It's working on two inches.
1: Really?
2: Oh, that's good. It rained there for
6: 30 minutes. It rained for 30 minutes. I mean, it came down like a monsoon, man. It was really coming down.
2: Calvin's uh, in the medical center. Calvin got like two-tenths of an inch or something.
3: (laughs) It's horrible. (laughs) I only got eight-tenths over the last two days. Oh, eight-tenths. That's right. Okay. Yeah.
2: Which,
1: no. I, which I, no, but, is not too bad. I was happy with it. No, but, but Kumail, Hayes, Guadalupe County, that's going to be the epicenter. There, the, I, I saw the reports that they were going to be up in the one to two inches. So that's good.
3: Well, I'm trying to remember where Billy lives. I think he lives more east, yeah, towards the northeast part of the uh, city. It's been a while since I've been in in East neighborhood. But I, that, I guess that would be consistent. Well, yeah. who knows? The rainfall is so erratic in our, our situation the last few years.
6: Well, so, the all right, so said, you had
2: an ochre question.
6: Yeah, the preacher said it rains on the righteous and the unrighteous, so everybody's got a chance to get some
1: rain. Oh. Yeah. Well, that includes this panel. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> let's talk okra, Billy. I'm sorry, okra, James.
6: I was wondering if uh, I started another load of okra on the heat mat. I can get it ready by the middle of next month for sale. Or no.
2: Yeah. Did, did you get all that? He wants to start okra on a heat
3: pad. Will it be ready for next month?
1: For plan- By planning, we like to get it in the latter part of May.
3: But, I mean what'll be ready? Harvesting
1: no no the no, the, the plants you started oh, from yeah. seed, right? Yeah. right? Oh right
4: yeah, games?
3: your plants will be ready. Yeah.
4: yeah.
1: But you have to do it like that. You you are correct. Oh. You have to have it started heat heat started like that.
4: The yeah, four I'm inch will specul-
6: be ready about the middle of next month, the four inch plants, right? I'll be ready.
1: You have four-inch plants right now, okay?
6: No, I want to. I want to start another round of okra for the middle of next month. Okay. Dale.
3: Well, my target date for—I always think of the uh, April fifteenth as uh, as a, a, a good gamble for okra, and then May first is will always work. Seems like. Yeah, these little, many, uh,
5: uh,
1: oh yeah but right. i I like it later so that's what I'm like
5: yeah I'd,
3: the
1: middle I'd, like James said i I'm looking a little bit later but okra. To I like okra not especially but I like okra hmm.
6: some of these plants are going to utopia and they're a little bit behind us, so I ought to be in good shape, right, if I get started right away? Yeah. Okay. All righty. That's my question, and I'm glad the professionals answered it for me.
4: I'm
6: going <laughs> to get started as soon as the rain stops. All that
2: right. Is. Keep bragging on that rain, why don't you? Okay. I think it just drizzled right, at Calvin's bye. house. I'm not sure what happened. It was, was terrible. A mist. It was, was a, mist. a misty at Calvin's. Yeah. That's all I got, and you're bragging on it. <laughs> all right, 210-308-8867. We have John on the line. Hey, John. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today?
5: Well, it's uh, raining too hard to go out to the rain gauge to see how much we got. But <laughs>
2: well, call us I'm tomorrow in- and tell us, too. That's okay.
5: I'm in- I'm in Gonzales County, and uh, I'm thinking we're coming up on two inches, too.
2: Wow.
5: So uh, east of uh, San Antonio, I believe, we're bit, getting blessed. I'll have to go look more. at the radar now. Yeah. Uh, I, you were talking about inaqua trees, and um, my grandfather used to come down. We lived on the Kamau, right on uh, across from Camp Warneke. then have now. But um, the anaqua trees love the rivers, and um, Grandpa used to cut walking canes. They made beautiful walking canes, and I'm sure they used them for wagon spokes. But I had a friend that um, he works for, or I haven't been in touch with him, he worked for a highway department and was an archaeologist, had to inspect construction sites. And he told me that the anaqua tree came in with the Spanish missions, and um, that's where they were introduced. And wherever you found, I, I had a spot here at Lake Gonzalez that had a, a mot of them, and uh, just a beautiful mott, And they were really old. Mm-hmm. So I'm, they said that every time you see a, a group of those trees, there was probably uh, a mission or mission people. Um, uh, that lived there at that site, and sure enough, that he said there'll always be, uh, wildflowers growing. And I've had, I don't, uh, what do you call them, morning, uh, periwinkles or something. Anyways, there's, uh, uh, wildflowers that come up. And also, I'm sorry that Dr. Uh, Parsons isn't there because he could verify this. The leaf is really rough on that, and I've heard that called the Aggie toilet paper tree, and uh, I was wondering if Dr. Parsons could verify that now that we're in short supply of, of toilet
4: paper.
1: <laughs> uh, yes, that's how I was first introduced to it, although I, I did not have ever had a chance or case to use it. Um uh, <laughs> No, no, no. The Inaqua had been here for a very long time. The Spanish did not bring it up. Um, just like uh, I also heard that the Germans brought in the cedar. No, no, no. It's been here for a long time. But anyway,
3: but it was a that, favorite. It's a favorite plant of the mission. I know
1: the hall. It, it is because it's very useful. Just like you pointed out, um, it was you It's very dense strong wood and just like you pointed out um, frequently used for equipment uh, so oh okay so yeah so he mentioned uh, a wagon spokes and, and wheels and things like that that makes guess, sense yeah.
2: the hogs Sounds love good very oh yeah thanks. very cool thanks John well tell us what the rain gauge is tomorrow okay I think tomorrow is supposed to be nicer than today thank you John All right, 210-308-8867. A moment to talk to you about Spider-Man Pest Control. Here's the number, 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. And Warren Remy has been doing this since 1976, helping homeowners and businesses alike to get rid of their problem pests. Uh, For businesses, this is what I I, kind of like about Warren. For businesses, it's you know literally their lifeblood. Uh, if they have a restaurant has roaches or rats or other problems, uh, they won't yeah. stay open very long.
3: No, yeah, it's hard to get too fond of a restaurant where the roaches and yeah. the rats run across you.
2: It's not as cute as like the Muppet movies where they serve you. Yeah. So, um, but that's how uh, you talk to somebody who has Warren as his uh, pest control company, and they'll tell you that uh, sometimes even Warren saved their business because other companies had come out. Couldn't figure out the problem or fixed it temporarily and it came back. Warren Remy and Spider Man Pest Control fixed it permanently and uh helped alleviate it and then helped them with all their other problems too. At Spider Man Termite and Pest Control on the web at ghostspidermanpest.com, ghostspidermanpest.com or 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, 866-308-8867. All right, back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevard Road, reminding you of some great specials this week at Millburgers where you can go and shop in person or you can get curbside service at Millburgers. I'll give you the phone number in just a second. But this week one of the biggest things on sale is roses. Save twenty percent on all roses starting at nineteen ninety-nine. That's twenty percent off of your favorites, literally thousands of modern hybrids, florabundas. Multifloras and much, much more at Millburgers now. Regularly 19.99 on sale at 20% off. This week you'll save on begonias, impatience, salvia Gregeye, blue plumbago that Texas superstar is on sale, Lantana pink gara on sale in the one gallon container, regularly $6.99, now just 4 dollars So here's the number to call 210 497 3760. Or go buy Mill Burgers at 1604 and Bull Verde Road.
3: I, I, I said, brother. If you only knew you Wish that you were in my shoes You just keep on using me
2: Until you use me up hey, And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas until We're until out back at the station And uh, paying tribute to the music of Bill Withers Who passed away yesterday at the age of 81 uh, Richard, before we go to your call, I want to tell folks too. Uh, Wild Birds Unlimited contacted me early in the week. They are still open. They're just doing the uh, uh, the curbside, uh, so uh, and uh, focusing on that rather than delivery. Uh, so, uh, but you can you can call in, figure out what you need, uh, and then just come by, and uh, Kyle will uh, will make sure that it gets to your car and put in, and so you don't even have to get out of the car.
3: Well, that's a good place too to call and uh, to talk about. Uh Purple Martin Housing. If you, yeah, because they've got, they've got the access to uh, folks that'll help you, and they've got the information to provide you to answer your questions.
2: So uh, go uh, if you if you need them two one zero four seven nine bird two one zero four seven nine bird. Uh, we'll get you uh, Wild Birds Unlimited. That's on Hebner and Northwest Military. That's the location that we know is doing this curbside. Uh, and, yeah, it's uh, they've got just about everything that you could possibly want and be interested in, including...
3: Pepper-flavored
2: um, suet. Pepper-flavored suet. They've got uh, the houses that Calvin was talking about. They've got binoculars, yard art. Uh, they've got all kinds of good stuff there. Uh, lots of fun. And as you're spending more time in the yard, boy, I didn't know... As I spend more time at home, I didn't realize we had so many squirrels. Oh, Boy, we have squirrels. Yeah. Or maybe the squirrels are getting bolder that there are fewer people out.
1: That's why the pepper-flavored suet is Yes, so exactly. And why doesn't it harm birds? Uh, they don't have lips. That's correct. Sir. Okay. <laughs> All right.
2: So uh, give them a call and learn more. Visit with Kyle over there. Just call them and say, hey. Uh, Kyle would appreciate a hello from you. He's a nice guy, uh, and uh, he's a good talker, too. So uh, that's Wild Birds Unlimited, 210-479-BIRD. Richard is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Richard, okay, we're going to try to help you. What's going on?
5: I've
8: got got a rain report.
2: Oh, a rain report, okay.
8: 1.5 inches so far.
2: Wow, where are you? Yeah, what part of town um, are you? Are you used to San Antonio? Uh,
8: no, actually, I'm outside 410. If you draw a diagonal line between uh, Ingram Mall and SeaWorld, I'd probably be right in the middle.
2: Okay.
1: It must have been a cloudburst because that's near a Medical Center, so yeah. that, that didn't didn't affect Calvin. Poor
2: Calvin just just misting at his house. It wouldn't even rain.
8: Now with he didn't that, turn on his windshield
2: wipers till he got on the highway.
8: I want to pass on <laughs> some information too. What's that? I said I want to pass on some information too. The rain gauge I have is an official rain gauge for Cocoa Rod. It stands for Community Collaborative Rain, Hail, and Snow Network, and it's a website that you can log on to. And your particular rain gauge is given a station number by location, and you go every day and report your rain, and then you can check the data and see what the rainfall is around for other people who have these rain gauges.
3: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. God. Give us the information again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Al, if you could
2: bring him up just a little bit. We're having a hard time hearing him.
8: Uh, the website is cocoraz.org, and I'm going to spell it. B is in Charlie, O is in Oscar, C is in Charlie, O is in Oscar, R is in Romeo, A is in Alpha, H is in Hotel, Essence is in Era.org. Okay. But my There's question was, my. Go ahead. Yes, sir. My question was, my daughter picked up a little seed pot at the rodeo this past fall, and there was no indication of what's in it, so she started it, and it grew, and I threw it in a pot, and it's taken off. So do you have any idea what type of seeds they were given out?
2: Was it at the Master Gardener table, no, or was, which, which table?
8: It was at the uh, the hall where they have the poultry exhibit, the turkey exhibit. They got the cow, and then you go inside and see how
1: dairy is produced, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. I was there. I didn't go to that one.
2: Yeah, yeah, probably. So this is probably going to be one for other listeners to, to pick up on. Give us give us some more details about the booth so we know where it was. It was in the the exhibitor tent with the poultry in it. But it, um, it was
8: basically just a stand with a little with tons of cups and soil and seeds, and I discarded the the cup that uh, it came in.
3: Was the it morning. targeting youth? Yes, a, a it was. youth gardening effort. It was. Yeah. Okay. Well, somebody, somebody. we'll see if somebody can't. Uh, yeah, somebody who's also call. maybe
8: got
2: one too. Maybe we'll call in and tell us. What does it look like now that it's coming up?
8: And it's uh, got two petals uh, 180 degrees opposed to each other. And so far, it's about six inches. And it's got another set of petals that are just starting to come up. Uh, I can take that's going to be fun. That
3: sounds yeah. like uh, the, I've, the pictures I've seen for Jack and the Beanstalk.
1: Yeah. Oh. So I was going to say a bean or a pea.
2: It was a pod, Alrighty. he well, said. I'll, so
1: I'll, I'll keep listening. Hopefully, somebody calls in. It was
2: yeah, a, it was a pod. Yeah. yeah, it was a it was a it was a pod, right? That yeah. you got, and you did you open it up and put them in, or you just put the pod in the soil?
8: No, it was it was a cup about the size of maybe about four ounces, and it already had soil in it. And all you had to do was water it and stick it aside.
2: Oh, okay. oh, I misunderstood. Okay, yeah, maybe somebody knows. Well, we'll find out, Richard. Hey, thanks for the tip on the uh, the rain gauge. That's pretty cool. So can you check? So let's say you were out of town and wanted to see how much rain San Antonio is getting. Can you just check that, like, on your phone and look for your particular uh, yes, unit?
8: Yes, it has. It has that ability. And, like, uh, once you click on it, you click on My Data. And everybody who has this particular specific rain gauge, because it's about, the diameter is probably about six inches, and it's got a funnel. It's acrylic clear, and the inside cylinder is exactly one inch, and it's graduated to a uh, hundredth of an inch all the way up. And it's capable of probably measuring up to 10 inches of rain total before you have to dump it out and start over again.
2: And one more time on the website. So dot
8: C-O-C-O.
0: org.
2: All right, and I'm asking uh, Richard for that too because I'm going to send it back to Al. So if you. Uh, let's, see, let's see. So c o c o r a h s dot org. Sound right? All right. That's cool. It. All right, I'm sending it back to Al. So if you wanted to get that site name, you can just call Al at the station at 210 308 Thanks, Richard.
8: All right, folks.
2: All right, so if you know what uh, the seed might be. Uh, you can call us at 210 308 8867 One of them. Yeah, that, now that just, that's, um, that report goes contrary to our other ones, all of about an inch and a half, but they're west of town, right?
4: Yeah,
1: yeah. He, Calvin. Yeah, Duke, he he uh, said he was uh, near the SeaWorld. Yeah, that area. Which is west of Calvin. Right. So we don't know. Everybody it else has called in. It's been east. Apparently. Yes,
2: Gonzales. Oh, I was going to go online and see what
1: the uh,
2: what the rain
3: gauge is. Well, there, there could it's be. It's not raining could, here there now. Be a little, uh, there's enough distance uh, between those, too, that there could be a little. Oh, yeah. I'm just giving you a hard there, time. Um, That's good, though. All
2: 308 210-308-88-67, 210-308-8867. Those are
3: all. Those are uh all aquifer. Well, maybe this one isn't an aquifer. No, oh, you don't Re- think recharge area. Maybe.
1: No, yeah, no. The, the last one, the Richard yeah. one. I, I was thinking that it is, or a little south.
2: Oh, right. Richard uh, West is a yeah. Because Calvin's always saying sometimes it doesn't matter what we get. It matters with Hondo and Castroville. That's are right.
1: The magic is Miko and Kanippa. Oh After wow! It, that's where we want it. That's the magic. The magic spot.
2: Okay. Cool. All right, like ah, 210-308-8867, toll toll-free, 308 the number to call. And uh, let's see, Calvin, do you want to talk about what you wrote about today? or Yeah. That'll, that'll be kind of easy without Jerry giving well, you a hard I, I time. Inspi- I got inspired
3: by uh, uh, Molly Kemp. Oh, good. Yeah, Molly gave uh, three insect uh Programs uh, during during this uh, last week. Yes, uh, and so, uh, one, yeah, one, Monday, Wednesday, uh, and Friday. Yeah, and they were excellent, and it was a uh, lot. A lot of, lot of uh, people were in the audience, hundred plus mm-hmm. for the the two that I participated in. But anyway, we wrote about uh, fire ants, and uh, part of it is that the, the fire ant hills are pretty obvious right now because of that that rain we had a, a week or so ago and they're they're out there and all about and people always have questions you know where how do these ants get here so quickly i haven't had any ants for 2 months or 3 months and now we've got fire ants well of course the they have had fire ants and the fire ants are reacting to the moisture in the soil some saturation and so they're uh, uh changing their tunnels and uh Coming out and being seen, uh, so a lot of times it, it is time to address them. So we talk about controlling them, and we also talk about uh, uh, oh, our 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 friends, the uh, shoot,
4: get my old what? Or what? Yeah, our
3: friends, the wasps. Oh. oh,
1: the wasps! Yeah, that was another aspect of the article, and that is important because so many people are afraid of them. But they do such wonderful things. Particularly, eat a lot of caterpillars. Oh. well, and, then, and
3: that's and that's one of the things I try to do in the article to remind folks that uh, wasps, You don't want to automatically target wasps. Now, if there's a, a oh, right somebody that's right allergic to, the door. to them, yeah. <laughs> you remember uh, Malcolm Beckton when yeah. he had all those wasps in the cell over uh, everywhere. But but that that's one of the you know we we don't like webworms, and we don't like those caterpillars in the oak trees, mm-hmm. and, and that that's one of the chief predators those wasps are to keep them under control. Uh, so so do do your best to put up with with the wasps, uh, and uh, we all benefit if you do that. Now of course it's easy uh, if you have to get them under control. You've got those twenty foot. Spray cans that uh, that uh, uh, put an end to the lives of the wasp that you spray almost immediately. So we talk about that in the article uh, too. But we we also we also talk about the uh, uh, of our our little uh, aphids.
1: Uh the dreaded sucking insects. Yeah, uh, it's probably one of our. Most problematic insects. I mean, there's so many of them, and they're so difficult to control.
3: But again, uh, we kind of we kind of defeat our uh, we're shoot ourselves in the foot when we're trying to treat them. Quite often, you know, we spend we uh, always get the we get a lot of calls and inquiries. Uh, what can I kill them uh, with?
1: Or what yeah, can I get rid of I them all? So, yeah. you and them. you know, we start using. Uh, different chemicals, and they have such a high fecundity. That's a that's a big word for you, Milton. Fecundity have yes, a high yes. fecundity. Sounds naughty, whatever and, it is. Uh, no, no. So they they have so many populations um, that they develop a resistance to these chemicals, and so well, we they, got we have to learn how to like and alternate. The other the
3: other thing is they uh, the, uh, the the those chemicals that we use in insecticides, at least at least for aphids, they do a better job of c- controlling the. Predators than they do the yeah, aphids.
1: Yeah. So I, I saw a study, study long time ago. Um, I think Davey at, uh, Tree Experts did it, and I found like a strong stream of water is it will get eighty percent, and is almost as good as insecticidal soap or even seven or things like that. So, yeah. Well, one of one
3: of the spray things, them down. One of those that yes, uh, we sir, we, uh, milk we milk talked a lot point. about with aphids is a uh, milkweed. Yeah, Because, you know, it's always, uh, we remind folks when they call and say, how do I get rid of those aphids on the milkweed? And we say, now what is the purpose of your milkweed? Yeah, It's for the butterflies. And the aphids do not interfere with it fulfilling its function for the Uh, the butterflies. So you don't have to do anything. Or you can use, like Mark said, uh, the water spray doesn't, isn't, uh, uh, interfere too much, but if you got caterpillars on there... Yeah, I don't, things, I don't want to
1: do that either, yeah. so it's just like, just, just leave it alone.
3: Yeah, or if you if you absolutely can't resist doing something, just rub your your finger down <laughs> the side of uh, get rid of some of the aphids. But uh, right. somebody brought it to my attention. I thought it was a pretty uh, clever observation that uh, f- for a while uh, when we were trying... There's our hummingbird over there. Uh, we we People were worried about uh, the uh, sy- use of systemic insecticides and, uh, and other lingering insecticides and uh, one of the listeners brought it to my attention that uh, you know if you if your uh, uh, milkweed has aphids, especially if it's f- fresh from the, the nursery that you don't have that that threat to your uh, butterflies you know that there's not any Lingering systemic, we you suspect that there's not any yeah. limited any uh, insecticide that's uh, going to be a problem to your butterfly, So just uh, welcome the aphids; they don't uh, do much damage. There's also besides the aphid, there's that uh, a kind of a, a weevil-like uh, insect too. Oh, box elder
4: bug
1: yeah I was gonna say similar to the box elder yeah, bug yeah uh, and and we see that on mountain laurels frequently too so I, there's a whole bunch of bugs that all look alike and they're all red and, they, and black
3: and they and just the the lesson there is uh, don't uh, don't overreact you don't you know keep in mind what your your purpose for the plants is in your landscape and you're not most of us are not uh, trying to make a, a, li- a living from our, uh, especially our milkweed plants or even even our, our flowers. And so we don't have to have perfect uh, control. Um, so but, keep, mil- keep mil- that in mind.
1: Yeah, it, 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 it's not April 1st anymore. But here's a good one. Uh, for those people like Calvin mentioned that have to do something yeah I tell them, okay get some alcohol and get it uh, uh, q tip q tip and and a dab of alcohol it's so hard to on, drink if the q tip <laughs> <laughs> on each one of the aphids. oh so that they get, that that's a, that's a very good time Chore for them. It's just, they're just—they're going to put a little dab of alcohol in each yeah. one of the aphids. Is this? A, oh
3: my gosh! To try to keep yourself busy? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, a- there's
1: some people who have to do something about the aphids oh, okay. on the milkweed.
3: But in, in most cases, so is a
1: dra-
2: do you have a recommended uh, strength of alcohol, or does it matter?
1: No, no, no. no rubbing alcohol. Just rubbing fine. alcohol. And 70, 70, then, 70, and then as you watch them do this. Yes, you sit back with your Jameson, with one cube of ice, oh. and enjoy the the scenery of them trying to kill those aphids one by one with the alcohol.
3: Molly Keck made a, a observation in one of her her presentations about uh, uh, one of the the other places we're seeing a lot of aphids is in the vegetable garden, the uh, remnants of our uh, Brussels sprouts and uh, cabbage and greens uh, now
2: hold, hold that thought because we got to take a quick break 210-308-8867 back in a moment
0: millburgers gardening south texas is sponsored by Milburgers landscaping and nursery on nine thirty a.m the answer We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Blick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers
2: Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Um... Okay, so tell me what's happening, Mark, or did you just bring that?
1: Uh, uh, Don brought it in. We had been conversing uh, via computer here, and I think he correctly he went on the Internet, and I think he correctly identified this uh, as, a, as verticillium on his sumac. Now, verticillium wilk is is problem on, um, on uh, more ornamental trees up north. I, I don't see it as much as I, I see it down here, and there's going to be a reason why I'm going to tell you about this. Uh, we see it on lilacs and prune, or, or, or members of the rose family. Um, so uh, I asked them to bring some on by, and... As I said in my second email, uh, I remembered a conversation that Jerry and I had. So you had 10 10 evergreen sumacs, and the tips all of a sudden wilted. And I think you're correct. You went on the Internet and correctly identified it as verticillium. and, And yes, it does affect sumacs, and it's exactly how you described it. Um there is no cure. Uh, however, oh and how it gets into trees it gets in um, through little wounds or in the in the soil. So uh, I know where I was going on that. So it was all 10. all 10 showed it. all 10 pretty much at the same time showed it. and Jerry would always lecture me and going, if you see that, it probably came from the nursery already infected. I went, "Oops, so so that's what Jerry would always say. Oh, it probably came from, because originally I said, "Oh, it's the site conditions." So I asked Don all about you know the, with the soil, the slope, the type of uh, drainage, so. But I think,, eh, maybe probably came from the nursery on that. We're not going to say who, we're not going to say where. Uh, okay, now I mentioned why we don't see it so much down here. Is that it is sensitive to heat. So yesterday, um, I went and did a little research and it, And so, you may see it now. And you probably should take care of that with a sterilized pruner. Put them all back. But later on this summer, when it gets really hot, you shouldn't see any, any of that. It may come back again. Well, the, the sumac—you should not see any wilting.
2: That's okay, Calvin.
1: Yeah. I'm not You'd, sure
2: it's. I'm not sure it's working. No, we're okay.
1: Yeah, we're. You're all prepared, but uh, uh, no. Uh, so you shouldn't see it this summer, uh, and so you should have good growth and everything like that.
3: How long but, have they been in place? Oh yeah. So November. so you put them
1: in November. So that cool, wet weather. Yeah, and so, and
3: so that nursery uh, source is not unreasonable. It is not okay.
1: unreasonable on that. So yeah, I, I, it's a fungus. Verticillium is a fungus. It enters uh, via wound, um, either at soil line or near the soil line. Um, it's very common. It's not real virulent. It's not powerful. Um, but it is sort of a thing that happens and it can cause kind of frustration after a while. Sorry? Okay. I have a question about uh,
4: what will happen with some of them
1: Should I prune so, them back close to the ground? So you want to no, say you, no, prune them no you should to not prune them back to close to the ground. But you will see uh, the, these ends were wilted back and everything like that. You take your, your little pruners and you put a little lysol on them and then snip, uh, of, uh, I have to remember, three to four inches below that or at the next juncture uh, and then take care of that. You should not see any new pathogens in the summertime when it's a little warmer. You may see some next winter. But this is more like an ongoing thing, uh, kind of dil- debilitating, but not necessarily killing.
4: I've read that verticillium persists in the soil.
1: That's correct. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Good, ra- good radio, right? Yes, that's okay. Yeah. He said yes, that it does persist in the soil.
4: So this
2: will come back every season? So uh, he wants to know if it will come back every season.
1: Uh, Not necessarily. Uh, the other rule is once you you've seen it it happen, try to have the plant in good health. There's not a lot we can do, and uh, as as before you you walk up, I was telling Milton that, and I, said, I don't have a lot of answers for you. There's no spray or anything. It's just keep them in good health. Now evergreen sumac, why, what is good health for them is uh, to say abuse them. It's. <laughs> Don't water them over, don't don't overly water them, don't overly fertilize them. They are wonderful native plants. They thrive all by themselves. So what you're going to do is a little bit of water here and there whenever we run really short of water. So what do you yeah. mean by that? 30 to 60 days, if we don't have good rain... Then you water them.
3: They'll fight for space with the anaqua that we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, right.
1: yeah. So, that is is said, they're, they're, they're vigorous growth. So, that's good. I'm Hopefully, you planted them on the decent spacing, uh, thinking that they will get bigger. So, so, so as I said, is just, and then for everyone out there, um, for these diseases and um, black spot, not black spot, what's the one we always think about? Fire blight fire blight we always worry about fire blight and if you're trimming uh these branches that look black um or in your case have wilted uh, we always want to sterilize our tools and i like just a nice spray of lysol does the job wonderfully all right
2: thank you don Thanks, man.
1: Thank you. All right. I'm going to keep this. You take care.
2: 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. Yes, sir.
3: Have we got somebody on the line?
2: No, no, no. What you got?
3: Oh, I would just... Before we left for the break, we were talking about the aphids. And uh, I mentioned that uh, Molly Keck made an interesting observation. She said if you... If you no, 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 have aphids, which a lot of us do on our declining or uh, cole crops, you know, cabbage-related plants, that indicates it's time to pull them. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, this is the, the you know they are generally not a major problem with those plants until the end of the season when the plants are are pretty much too bitter to eat and uh, uh, you need to get you may as well use the space for some hot water, plant, hot weather plants too.
1: I'm, I'm always amazed oh, I, uh, when people come down from other parts of the country and when I tell them to pull out and clean out the garden particularly the one we do, like to do during our, uh, the summer around the 4th they're, they're just shocked. What? You clean out everything? Yes. Here we can grow two crops, a, at least two crops a year, maybe three, uh, by, you know, cleaning it out and take care of the garden. Yeah, tomatoes especially. Yeah.
3: We're we're kind of at the end, we're getting to the point where, well, let's see, it's first of April, yeah. You want to get your uh, tomatoes in. Now, you do have, with the uh, new inclination to produce uh, tomatoes in one-gallon containers, you've got a little slack. But, so if you've got a large plants, you could probably uh, still plant them up to the end of April. But it's better to get them in as quick as you can. Uh, and, uh, all, of course, we've got all the recommended varieties here at
1: Milberters. Uh, I, re- I remember in our youth, long ago, in the last century, last millennia, where Calvin and I were younger, it was six-packs. We always had to get to buy those six packs, and that's how they all, all the tomatoes came in. Oh in six boy,
3: packs. they've spoiled me with these four I, and a half inch.
1: <laughs> I know that's what I say to the, the four and a half inch, and then the gallon. You've got, yeah, work. you got so Ooh. much
3: uh, slack. I mean, you don't have to water them twice a day really? to, uh, on a, in hot days, and uh, and then those one gallons give you uh, opportunity to uh, plant pretty late, and the seasons yeah. still do great. Go- yeah. great, great, great crop. But uh they are some there's so some one gallon still here and lots of four and a half inch plants too.
1: Yeah, uh when Jerry and I are doing the show together, usually we go out beforehand and, and kinda of peruse some of the plants to see what's here, but I was running a little late today, so I didn't get a chance to go out and look at all, all the different types of tomatoes. And other...
3: the one the one you won't see there is the uh rodeo tomato. Yep. Uh, in fact, I outsmarted myself. I, uh, <laughs> Is that the you, one you wrote about last week? Yeah, well, the week and before? then I, I did not get any really early in the season, so I'd have to pot them up. And then then I said, well, now I'm ready. And the tomatoes can be planted, uh, planted directly in the garden. They say, well, sorry, yeah. but all the rodeo tomatoes were sold. Now, there are some of the rodeo tomatoes from past years, of course, that are available. Uh, the uh, HM88-649.
1: Uh, yeah, I forget that. That one's yeah. four number one. Of course, our lovely cherry tomato is
3: 968-88-something.
1: 88-29. That would be somebody will probably and come rushing out. And then right there's here. the
3: one before that was another number, uh, HM something. Maybe Mark and I will have to go during the commercial and mm. check. I think values. it's
1: 12 something. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, Red
3: Reduce Red is here. Reduce is, is here. Tycoon is here. Valley
1: Cat. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one that we. Now, this, uh, that,
3: that's a good po- point. Tycoon Valley Cat, the BHN 968 you talked about. And why? S- yeah. one other variety is uh, resistant to uh, nematodes. Right. So, if you've got nematode problems in your garden, those are the the varieties that you need, need to use. And they all are proven. Of course, they've been, they've been past rodeo uh, selections, too. I uh, My favorite tomatoes in terms of taste is BHN 968. Mm-hmm. But I, I also uh, like the... Uh, Ruby Crush, have you have you tasted that?
1: Uh, I had some last year, yeah. and that's what turned me on to that. It's kind of like we were we we're playing around with it last year, and so yeah, that, uh, I really like it. It's, it's, it's kind of a cross between a cherry and a uh, uh, egg shape. Oh yeah. yeah, like a aroma type. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah, it's a little like it's a
3: little sweeter than the BHN nine sixty eight, yeah. but both of them are are. Have a distinctive, different taste, but mm-hmm. they're both wonderful. So if you if you're looking for the, we quite often get the request, what's the best tasting tomato? And Jerry and I have pretty much fallen into the. Those two are the are the uh, ones that seem to be selected the most in the taste contests. Uh, in the in the past years, it depended on uh, who was doing the tasting and uh, w- when they got picked and all that kind of stuff, and the. Every, almost every tomato won some of the contests, but now with these two varieties, they they are are a, a, a favorite among uh, many gardeners. You might want to try them if you've never tried them.
1: I always like to go. It depends. It's personal choice. Yeah. And that gets me out of a lot of arguments. <laughs> well, that's
3: that's what Milton does too. He because there's so few that he can, that he gets to grow. That yeah, they, that they, they must be good. They must be the best tasting. If you got nothing, to, but uh,
2: did you get a chance to uh, nibble on the the tomato that Jerry brought? I did. I haven't. We haven't nibbled yet. We're trying to figure out what to do. How was it? I,
3: oh, what happened? It, what happened? Kind of. Uh, oh my. Oh,
2: okay.
1: There he
3: goes. I f- I found it uh, pretty bland. Oh no! <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, but it was a beautiful, a beautiful tomato. Yeah.
1: Oh well, there you go. Okay. That's all that matters in the industry. Has to look pretty.
2: So it depends. It depends on the, the person. Yeah. Person yeah. nibbling on the tomato.
3: But I mean, it's it's in, in that same league with uh, Tycoon and uh, Valley Cat and those. So. Yeah, it's an, an excellent tomato for salads and um, recipes. All right.
2: I think I've sent you all the stuff that Billy gave us. Oh. He wanted you all to see them, too. So I, uh, I
3: was we'll going to ask about that. You managed to... Uh, I hope so. Your technical knowledge Yeah, uh, my limited technical through.
2: knowledge. I, I got something downloaded from Billy's uh, flash drive, so it could be pictures of... I think they're pictures of blue bonnets. Yes, they are. So these are the ones that he grew at his church. The blue bonnets are kind of kind of pooping out now. Pretty quickly, they have yeah. They climb. Did you ever see my miniature blue bonnet? My dwarf blue bonnet that N- I grew? Up?
1: No, I just saw the, uh, the the red one, maroon one. Right. Oh, From no, no, gone. no, no. This
2: one, I've discovered. Now, uh, I think there's a conspiracy against me. I've discovered a blue bonnet with, with a flower that's no more than an inch tall. Now, that's and, going to be pretty desirable. Okay. <laughs> so Jerry said it just had to do with its growing conditions yeah. and its caretaker. I believe it had to do with just a new breed of blue bonnet, but apparently he's just going to hog all the blue bonnet fame to himself. Wouldn't you want a blue bonnet it was just about a little bit more than an inch tall? Just... Had a nice little bloom on it. <laughs> I'll have to show you the I'm, picture.
1: I'm speechless.
2: Yes, it is. It is sort of speechless. I did not. I had good luck with some of the blue bonnets, not so much luck with some of the others. The, the ones by the street, I think next year, when it's time to plant them again, I'm going to go in that, that area and just scatter the little poppy seeds. Which, by the way, are there. I got the little pods. Or when do I. When do I cut the pods for the seeds for the for the maroon poppies?
3: Well, you gotta wait till you get some brown color in the pods.
2: Okay, because they're still green. Are you yeah. still green?
3: Oh yeah, mine are just. And and it amazes me how quickly they've gone. They go from bloom, beautiful, yeah, they just bright bloom to seed pod. You know, like three days, or yeah, four days. You don't get much time to enjoy them. But I, I guess you get more than one flower per stem, so you get. Yeah, uh, there's the plants are still producing. These are the poppies. Yeah, the p- poppies. We had Greg gave us some uh, maroon poppies last year, that Baraya. were pretty spectacular. Baraya. and, and then, some uh, of
2: our listeners collected seed.
3: Yeah, and then we've got uh, the opium poppies uh, that are spectacular, big. Nice, Do those big last poppies. longer? No, that's that's same. No, uh, Is that, that, that's I, the I, I, same maroon poppy.
1: Well, I used to like something called the Icelandic poppies. Is that they? We can't grow them here. Yeah, they're got a little They're kind of an orangey yeah, yellow one. Yeah, there. they're
3: kind of a medium size, yeah, if I remember yeah. right. Yeah, I think a, a, a lot of gardeners here use those too. Okay. Poppies. The other thing, uh, larkspurs are really mm-hmm. growing up, blooming up a storm, uh, taking uh, over the yards.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say dangerous, dangerous. Uh, you know,
3: a blue curl.
1: Yes, yeah. I'm right. It. well let me see. I'm writing an article for the newsletter. It's blue plants for the garden because Milton blue is the color of 2020. Is it? So, so one of who the who decided plants, that? I like you know, it, but the, the, I'm just curious. Some, some authority. I don't know. Classic blue. <laughs> Classic blue is the color. The color uh, for 2020. Okay. So anyway, so blue curl is one of the plants I'm yeah. going to be using.
3: It's uh. I've kind of declared it uh, one of the all-star uh, butterfly nectar sources because mm-hmm. it kind of it's really a favorite plant of the butterflies, and it t- t- fills that gap before the mist flowers go, before the
1: zinnias start blooming. Right,
3: right. Yeah, and it's it's, it's a great one. It'll uh, as a wildflower, it'll. Uh, grow in the shade or the sun. That,
1: that, that's one of my uh, arguments for it, yeah, because it does both. I like those plants for, and and I'm sure you could appreciate that, that they grow both in sun yes. and, and shade. Yeah. Very versatile. Yeah, very got, hardy.
2: Because we, chances in, are I have planted it in the wrong place. Not because I'm trying to...
1: Versatile.
2: That's
3: what, well, we, we got it man. in a certified butterfly garden here, that... Uh, that
4: goes. And it, and
1: anyway, it's one of those plants that, uh, like the porterweed years ago. Uh, you know, it's a, a blue curl should be one of the plants yeah, we la- really should it be looking
3: lasts at. Lasts quite a while. Yeah. So it's a it's a good plant, an excellent plant for the I'm gonna send you basket. that
2: that miniature blue bonnet. You're gonna be next year. Although blue won't. Oh, be did car- we change the subject? On no, that? no, no. I'm just yeah. saying. He's talking about no. blue flowering plants. You know. uh uh-huh. What?
1: Well, well, so, Jerry's he, not here, so we yeah. have to have somebody like that yeah. changing the...
2: Oh, no, no, I'm not trying to change. What what other blue plants? Uh, I, since did we talked about blue curl, yes. blue plumbago.
1: I'm I, I'm a quiver with anticipation for, oh, you, man. for that, that minute. If
2: you've got a yard that only has maybe a couple feet of height that you can plant in, this thing is going to be
3: perfect for you. What's that mean? I <laughs> only have a couple feet of height. Well, most people
2: complain like, you know, that they I can only go. I've only got this much width. I've got two oh. feet I can go across. Now, you know, if you've got like understory stuff that you want to plant underneath a tree, this could be perfect for you. Just doesn't get too high. It's not cumbersome or leggy. If just, I remember, you, you, blue blonde, it's
3: like full sun. Yeah, don't I they? know.
2: This one, this one
1: did get full so, sun. too. So. so, if you're having difficulty with your garden gnomes they're being exactly uh, they're being shaded out this would be the perfect, perfect this, plan this could for be you. the perfect plan for you
3: you know what uh, another thing in the article mark that we talked about
2: this time Calvin changed the subject if you
3: notice yeah. <laughs> the uh, we're trying, Jerry and I are trying to determine the point when it uh, doesn't make any sense to apply a pre-emergent to stop the sand burrs. we're probably there pretty quickly uh I-
1: yes okay uh yes however uh, for the sandburrs, is we do it around uh february 14th uh but we like to do it another one in april now are we past that Time, yeah, yes and no. I I usually do it uh, on tax day. Recommend it so huh. that uh, February fourteenth and then tax day is April fifteenth.
3: Uh, I'm a little, yeah. My my schedule a little different. I do about March first and uh, uh, June first. Yeah, those two. Okay. And, and what,
1: the, the, the point being, yeah, we got to do it twice. Yeah. So and what
3: Mark's talking about, we've got we've got a huge. Period of germination, uh, sandburrs are will sit there and sit there until you know they they can have the pre-emergent down and can be working fine. Uh, but uh, ninety days, a hundred days after you've applied the pre-emergent, there's still sandburr seed sources there. So that that's why too why we, we do, uh, think that may, there is some. Um, it makes some sense to even a late application if you just want to, if you're lo- looking to reduce the amount of sandbirds you've got in your landscape. They can be pretty uh, miserable, but uh, anyhow, yeah, this this article does mention that this is probably probably the last time you, you if you want to go ahead and apply it. Yeah. Your pre-emergent. This is probably the last chance you got if you want to have it affect the sandbur population. Right. Crabgrass, too, is another one, but uh, sandburrs are the main target. Hey, we
2: got to take a quick break. So 210-308-8867, the number to call, 210-308-8867. It is raining again uh, here at the nursery. but uh,
1: Are you going to ask me a tree question?
2: Yeah, I'll ask you tree questions okay. after
1: this. That's a tease.
2: Yes. Okay. More tree questions for Mark after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Road, reminding you of some great specials this week at Millburgers where you can go and shop in person or you can get curbside service at Millburgers. I'll give you the phone number in just a second. But this week, one of the biggest things on sale is roses. Save 20% on all roses starting at 19.99. dollars That's 20% off of your favorites, literally thousands of modern hybrids, Florabundas. Multifloras and much, much more at Millburgers now. Regularly nineteen ninety nine on sale at 20% off. This week you'll save on begonias, impatience, salvia greggai, blue plumbago, that Texas superstar is on sale. Lantana pink gara, on sale in the one gallon container, regularly six ninety nine now just four eighty eight. So here's the number to call 210 497 3760. Or go buy Mill Burgers at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. Lean on me. Back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. Okay, so tree questions for Mark. So we'll spend the, the as much as we can this half hour uh, asking Mark tree questions. So do you have one?
3: Well, I got yeah, I do have one uh, in the... Article: We talk about uh, pruning back uh, old oh, hackberries and other other seedlings that we uh, don't didn't that got reseeded without our uh, uh, without uh, us doing the reseeding, and then we Jerry and I have talked a lot about cut and vine, cuts stump and vine killer. Okay. Yes. As uh, if you cut them back, you may as well apply the material, and it seems to work really well. What's your feeling on that?
1: No, it terminate with extreme prejudice. It, it what? Terminate with extreme prejudice. Oh, the okay. so so, that so mean the hackberry- it works. Yeah, no, no. It's, so that's a line from a movie. So, um, yeah. So when you do cut your hackberries, and they can be very prolific in the landscape, in the garden. So you take those and then, and now the debate is size. You know, do, do you cut, do you apply it on anything bigger than a pencil or your pinky? Or when do you apply the cut vine and stump killer? And it's very good. Um, I like the Bonide one. I think that still comes in a little... A sponge or something or a dropper, or and a brush, right? A brush, yeah. So bonide, um, we got that here at Milton. Yeah, yeah. That's and that's why I was going to mention it. Yeah, because that's and because uh, trace always reminds me bonide, bonide. Yes, yes. Stump vine and 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 stump vine and tree killer. Is that right? Cut cut cut, cut, vine, and, cut vine and stump killer. There you go. Uh, um, but it 's very effective, and I like it because it 's not a spray you're you 're directly applying it to the trunk it pe-
3: 's pretty uh in terms of relative costs it 's pretty inexpensive and goes a long way that it, it
1: goes because you 're only using a couple yeah, drops yeah. at the most and but that, but that was always the debate so at what point in time do you start putting it on you know, you know I like to use i know it 's good radio I like to use my thumbs. You know, it's about, that's about size. So I'm, I'm cutting it, locking it uh-huh. off, We're cutting it, and then putting it on.
3: I've actually had, I've, uh, as far as I can tell, I've had pretty good luck even with larger. Uh, I've, I've used it with uh, two inch. No.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess I did. Maybe so. Yeah, that's the minimum size. Uh, so I, yeah, it works yeah. on two inch very, very well. Um,
3: tell tell us, tell us too uh, a little bit about China berry. I noticed that there, uh, you know, with all the leaves off the, the plants, the, the those straight trunks are right way up and in there. Oh, and I
1: had uh, a couple people ask me about, um, they said, what, what plant is this? Um, and it was a couple of weeks ago cause it was flowering and, uh, it's air purple, it's, purple it,
5: flowers. It, it?
1: It, it's uh, yeah, purple, bluish purple flowers. And it's very ar- aromatic. It's very nice. um, but uh years ago when i was with the forest we tried to somewhat facetiously we tried to like create an industry because it's in the mahogany family and so we were calling it texas river mahogany and we're trying to make an industry and trying to have people grow it and and create it didn't take off didn't didn't take off at all Maybe we should have been a little it bit more serious about it. It, it actually know. doesn't
3: need much encouragement. Yes.
1: Uh, but anyway, it was uh, trying to get away to trying to, for yeah. people to cut it down. And, uh, but it's very beautiful wood on the inside. It grows primarily along creeks and rivers and riparian areas. Um, but, and it I, does, but it doesn't stop it. It will grow pretty much yeah, anywhere. Yeah,
3: I thought it was mostly in my neighborhood. That's where <laughs> I grew um, and uh, what, it seems to be short-lived. I was trying to remember, is it the cold weather or the drought that... Uh
1: it, it, it does. For that reason, it likes to be uh, near the near the creeks and rivers. Is, it does have to have a little bit more moisture. But it also is not that strong of wood. And so you always see it split in half or or big branches fall off on that yeah. one. So a lot of times... You get to the point where, it, oh, it's split in half. We better take the whole thing down. So a lot of times it is a result of it being a very weak wooded species.
3: I'd probably have more affection for it if it uh, if the birds ate the berries more readily. You know Most most berries that get produced, uh, something eats them, but I, I don't notice that the uh, China berry
1: gets eaten it's, much. Uh, the China berry and the ligustrum. You know, how much is... From bird spreading by birds, or uh, is it just natural when they fall down? Um, you never really know. I don't know if any. I'm sure there's a study out there. I'm sure the ornithologist has looked into that. But uh, both of them are very prolific feeders. Uh, For
3: sure. Well, you see the you see the uh, the birds in the in the lagustrum all the time. I don't know that I've ever seen much. Eating the there,
1: there you go. There you go. I, I, I've never seen a lot of it, if at all. Uh-huh. Um, we just kind of assume, oh, look at all that fruit there. Well, somebody must be spreading it.
3: Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, one of the robe plants, like the China berry, the thing about it, oh, it's that uh, by the time you uh, recognize it's a problem, it's about 50 feet tall up there, yeah, and, and you got to hire somebody to... Uh, to take it down because uh, because uh, it's uh, in the midst, but it's one of the it's one of those plants that uh, is an issue.
1: All right, so so what, what what's your tree question?
2: It's a weird one now. For you? So you've been
1: you've I been, wouldn't expect any other. You've been hanging around trees for quite a while now.
3: Yes.
2: You and you and you speak hanging for the,
1: around
3: trees.
2: You've been yes. you speak for the trees. I, I, yes. <laughs> like the Lorax, but different. So what is like is there is there one tree, and maybe you've already talked about it because you talked about the Anaqua and some others like you know everybody knows about the live oak everybody likes pecans uh, which I do too, and I love live oak trees but is there like a tree people just don't understand how great blank tree is I gotta so like what's what's the most underrated tree in
1: for this area Chinkabin oak oh really yes okay why uh Extremely drought tolerant, adaptable to a lot of soils, particularly shallow soils. Oh! If it, uh, if you're talking about on the east side or really good, maybe on the uh, on the west side in the old garden area, that's not what I would plant. Okay. If, but if I'm talking about north side, nor- northern Berks County, that's the one I would plant. Okay. Uh, that's a Texas is.
3: superstar, isn't it, too?
1: Uh, I believe it is. Yeah. I'm Now, see, yeah. I, I don't know Monterey or or Chinkman, but I like Chinkman. Um, and uh, very drought tolerant. Okay, so without googling it
2: I'm trying to see if I, what it, it looks
1: like. It mean. looks like a bladed, it has a bladed leaf with serrations on the side. What does bladed mean? Um, oval or long. Oh, okay. Long oval. Okay, okay. Bladed. Okay. But, you know, good radio here.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look Look at your radio right yeah. now. Mark's showing you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, okay. Uh, what about another one? Is there uh, another one. Yes.
1: Uh, uh, Eve's necklace.
2: Okay, and Chinkapin. Texas Sephora. Okay, we've talked about so, that. Yeah, the so these even. are
1: the the. This is another one of my favorites. This is an understory or ornamental tree. All right. So uh, this is the deciduous cousin of Texas Mount laurel.
2: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Uh, um, it has a okay. pink flower.
2: Okay. is uh,
1: As fragrant? Uh, not as fragrant
2: okay
3: what color flower
1: pink 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 um,
2: and kind of looks like clusters of grapes I yeah
1: uh, actually um, the the uh, oh the, yeah the flower yeah okay the, the fruit is uh, more constricted so the beans are in a little looks like a necklace hence the term. okay so um, there's a little between each seed there's a little constriction so it looks like a necklace so uh, uh, mostly repairing areas but I've seen it in the hill country on top of a hill limestone hill uh, so very adaptable to a wide variety of sites and, um, and feather feathery foliage, so you you know what a mountain laurel foliage looks like. Yeah, not feathery. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. So the east necklace is much more feathery. So cool. the, the leaflets are are um, smaller and uh, a little bit further apart, I believe. I'm gonna go Google that now. Okay, now I, I see you there. All right. Um, so those are those are two that you, on your on your perimeter there. You're, you said, you know, underutilized, maybe not. They That should be used more and underappreciated.
4: Okay.
2: I'm trying to think of, um, so I'm looking at, oh, wow. Oh, it's got, boy, does that berries, I think. Is that berries?
1: Well, or, no, the the seed pod looks like. like berries? Uh, it likes berries. So that's it what I said. Like, it looks like a. Bluish. Instrument. Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah. And the seeds look a little different, but it's, I mean, the, uh, the, the flowers look a little different, but it's pretty. Mm-hmm.
1: And so uh, that is deciduous, uh, and uh, the flowers are pink. Uh, All
4: right.
1: Same time. Same time frame. Oh, as Mount Law. As Mount, uh, as Mount
2: Calvin, you got a underappreciated tree since we got Mark here. Calvin is thinking.
3: Well, I was just you—you uh, you mentioned that everybody likes pecans, and I—I I think we're we're getting away from that uh, in terms of. I know. I don't recommend even. I don't. Cherry doesn't even recommend no. pecans for a shade tree much anymore, unless you got got the right soil and uh, plenty of space.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, I will tell you. If you want to find out who your neighbors are, if you haven't met them, have a pecan tree in the fall. Leave your gate open, and if your neighbors do not have a pecan tree, they will be over your house. I know this from experience. It was weird. We pulled up, and there were neighbors picking pecans out of the yard. It's like, hi. And they were just friendly as could be. It's like, okay, we didn't care. Huh. But you, you can barely, it was a big old pecan tree, and so we were happy to share. But anyway.
1: Yeah, it's but I'm, I'm with Calvin. as I hardly ever recommend pecan, uh, unless maybe it was there in uh, King William or Southtown or something like yeah. that. They like get a little bigger lot, uh, the old historical neighborhoods. Uh, that nice, deep, deep riparian soil. Uh, what
2: about your Montezuma cypress? How about that? Well, Where is that for let's
1: recommendation? Let's talk about
3: the, why, oh, okay. we, why we're not recommending. Okay. So.
1: Becans, uh, um, they, they They can become a very large tree. No oh, gosh. They yeah. require a lot of water. They're riparian species. But more importantly is, uh, I like to say they start dropping branches um, 30, 30 seconds after they officially <laughs> die, oh. and then sometimes not even that. You know? oh. So, uh, uh, they can be a very dangerous tree to have in your yard.
3: Well, and yeah. then and then um, more cosmetics, uh, aphids. You, we talked a lot about aphids. Webworms,
5: I guess. Yeah, they
3: they. Uh, Uh, A lot of of insects.
1: It's not that mist on top of your head. No. It's It's the aphid poo.
2: I did like our pecan tree, though, Um, for reasons that other people probably think were silly. But one, I like the pecans. But two, if you're in the house, and this must be heck if you have a, uh, a metal roof, around fall, what you'd hear is you'd be watching TV, and then you'd hear boom, 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 all the way down. And the first time, you're scared. Because you don't know what the heck it is. And then the second time, you're like, oh, it becomes kind of quaint. Now, if you got a metal roof, it might not be as quaint because it's probably louder than on a, uh, a shingle roof. But, uh, yeah, but that, it was always worrisome that, you know, a big storm would come and lots of wind. And the branches were over the house. And those branches are heavy. Uh, if they fell, they were going yeah,
1: to. They're, they're It's a heavy, but weak wood. Right. There and you go. So, okay. Oh, yes.
2: All right. So uh, we uh, so Montezuma-Cypress. All
1: right. Now, I wait. Can, no, we did uh, we, we didn't, didn't follow finish cypress Now, of the two, bald cypress and Montezuma-Cypress, Montezuma-Cypress is more drought tolerant. Right. That's a relative term. You must. It's going to require water. Oh, okay. And, and good soil. Although, I have seen it grown on the northwest side. Very nicely, in a very large situation. But they had a slightly raised bed on it.
3: Well, we kind of, we kind of over. I I know when I got here, the Montezuma sakura kept looking better and better and better. Yeah, yeah, You know, and we and we assumed that it was more drought tolerant than it was. And then went... I don't even remember which year, well, a couple of years there where we really faced was it 2011 or.
4: Where, uh, two
1: th- two th- yeah, 2011 to 2015, or 09 or, or, or to 2015 yeah. is actually the drought period, if oh. you want to look at a nice bell curve.
3: And then uh, that kind of sobered us up and gave us a little more realistic look yeah. at not only Montezuma Cypress, but a lot of other species yeah. the,
1: the, the, the The history of trees in Texas is, is replete with examples, so uh Steve George loved Chinese former horticulturalists uh, loved Chinese pistachio. that was going to be the savior tree uh, and, and Montezuma Cypress and Afghan pine and all these trees. We really build them up and then we find well, maybe not so much uh, there's a few problems with them.
2: hey hold hold the, hold the line for hold that thought for a second. We have to take a break. So 210-308-8867. Annette, don't go anywhere. We're going to talk to you about the pecan trees right after this at 210-308-8867. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Mark Peterson, and your calls right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Reminding you of some great specials this week at Millburgers where you can go and shop in person or you can get curbside service at Millburgers. I'll give you the phone number in just a second. But this week, one of the biggest things on sale is roses. Save 20% on all roses starting at 19.99. dollars That's 20% off of your favorites, literally thousands of modern hybrids, florabundas. Multifloras and much, much more at Millburgers now. Regularly nineteen ninety nine on sale at 20% off. This week you'll save on begonias, impatience, salvia greggai, blue plumbago, that Texas superstar is on sale, Lantana, pink gara, on sale in the one gallon container, regularly $6.99, now just four eighty eight. dollars So here's the number to call 210 497 3760. Or go buy Mill Burgers at 1604
3: and Bull Verde Road. Just a
2: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210 308 I knew the song. I didn't know that was by Bill Withers. All right. Uh, let's see. We go to Annette, who has been very patient. Thank you, Annette. Uh, what can we do for you today?
9: Hi. Uh, for one, well, I live on the southeast side. I'm fairly close to Phoenix. So I have about an inch of rain today. Um, I oh, didn't do anything yesterday. We even covered the tomatoes in case it hailed. It did not hail. Um, yeah, they were. But, I saw um,
2: people posting that it might.
9: Yeah, um, I was going to tell you about the pecan trees. I bought my great aunt's house, and uh, she there were two huge ones in the front and one in the backyard. Well, about a year ago, I'd come home from the grocery store and uh, it was fixing a storm. So I parked under the tree and was oh, under no. the groceries. Well, yeah. Well, um, by the time I got in, um, I'd left the back of my my truck open, the tailgate and everything. Well, the storm came in and I went outside and the wind was blowing. It was terrible. So I was gonna go out and close the back of my truck. Well, I was like, no, you know, this is too too bad. And then in my head, I was like, don't be a wimp, just go do it. Well, in that minute. or <laughs> seconds of hesitation if I had gone out and closed the back of my truck a humongous limb about 30 feet up broke off fell I heard the crack and right oh where I gosh. was standing this huge branch fell went under my truck and lifted the back of my truck up <laughs> so wow. I wasn't dead. <laughs> so yes yeah, so what you're saying about them just breaking my head there it was there was no sign of rot or anything it was just it had to go um and the other thing is um I was going to tell Dr. Finch I have had Martin houses in my backyard. I've had them. I have them in my front yard. To this day, I have never had Martins use my houses. I'm so discouraged.
2: Aha! Uh-huh. All right, Calvin. How can you help her?
3: Yeah, uh, are there still pecan trees? I mean, what what kind of are you loaded with trees in your yard?
9: No, sir. Not too bad. And and trust me, I've. I've you know, I've, I've moved my martin houses around. I raise them, I lower them, I turn them. You know, this way and that. I've used boards. Um, you see I've any martins everything. at all that come come through and check oh, them yeah. out? Well. I've had a pair. They came down a week or so ago, and they seemed pretty interested, went in and out of all the houses, uh, in and out of all the holes, but they didn't stay. They'll come down, and my neighbor behind me has the most dilapidated, horrible Martin house, and it's about <laughs> five feet above the ground, and she is full every year. It makes me so sad. <laughs> so, wow. and I do not want it to become a Sparrow house or a Starling house.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, I've got... I've got uh, A little bit that same situation. I've got, um, I think, six houses or maybe seven houses total. And my three oldest houses, four oldest houses get Martins, even though they're all bent up and dilapidated. uh, And my brand new ones are passed up. I, I don't even see the, the birds even taking much interest in, of course, the sparrows like them, but not the,
9: oh, the martens. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at sparrows and a starling right now, checking it out. But yeah, yeah. I bought a, a new one even from Pennsylvania. Um, but I have martens flying over all the time, like ten at a time, and they'll circle above the trees, um, but um, I've only had one pair come down, and I just, when you said that they still might um, nest even up through April, that gave me a little bit of hope.
3: Now, one of the things is that they like they they uh, really favor houses where there's uh, flying lanes, you know, where yeah. the open open area. Although yeah. the the high the highway or the roads don't seem to attract them, but if you've got open lawn area, kind of like a golf course situation or, a, or just a lawn. Uh, But also, even in that situation, they get used to, you know, a a yard where it's older yard. It keeps the trees getting bigger, bigger, bigger. And it seems to me that sometimes they'll stick with the old houses, even though the the lanes aren't as good anymore. Um,
9: Well, that's the neighbor in the back, that's how hers is. It's completely the trees are covered. Um, That's why I moved one to my front yard. And it's an open space. I've got uh, wires nearby for them to land on. Like I said, I I've tried everything. <laughs> you know what you might I'm you might want
3: to try to do. Where which neighborhood are you in?
9: I'm on the southeast side, close to southeast
3: family. side. You might uh-huh. you might want to uh, confer with our friends at Birds. Uh, yeah, Wild well, Lim- Birds Unlimited. I was yeah. thinking
2: about that too. Just when, when they
3: get the okay. when they get to the time. Uh, see if somebody with their Martin House person will come out. Oh yeah, I bet they will. And just kind of make okay. an assessment. But uh, you could you could I'll
2: call be too,
4: because
2: <laughs> okay. chances are they've 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 heard it before, so maybe they've you know someone else has had a similar situation, or they could sure. they could good you
9: idea. Know,
3: so what are say? What are those neighbors that have such good luck do? They ever give you any advice on?
9: um no they just laugh at me i've even uh put i even positioned my martin house the exact same way they had theirs positioned. did not work i'm actually thinking about going during the night and cutting their martin house down and bringing it to my yard and putting it in my yard and maybe they won't notice <laughs> give them one
2: of, give them one of your new ones and then you
9: know <laughs> oh good idea <yeah>. okay <laughs> yeah that's
2: Thank a you. nice nice issue uh, yeah uh just sure. call kyle uh, it's, it's 210-479-BIRD and then uh Give us a report too, if he gets you some uh, some advice on what to do. We're interested now.
3: Well, okay. Yeah, and we can uh, you Thank can you. feel free to call us again too, and we'll. Uh, earlier in the show, one of these shows will uh, encourage some of our listeners to you know we, we can go yeah to, uh, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe tomorrow so.
2: yeah you want to call tomorrow okay. uh, I'll when talk, we start I'll we'll tomorrow. do that too i And create, create, you know, we're, we're going to give you this opportunity. Just write down a little ad, maybe about 10 seconds. <laughs> eh, 15, 30 seconds would be good. Describing it, you know, so that uh, we, if we have any Purple Martins listening, they're going to go, oh, that sounds nice. You <laughs> oh,
9: too. Sparrow free it's place. Free Lots of bugs, believe me. Yeah. Anyway, I, my, my neighbors think I'm crazy because I'm yelling, come down here. It's right here. <laughs> Thank
2: right, you. you. You bet, Annette. Talk to you later. Thanks, Annette. Bye-bye. Sure, bye. All right, got about a couple minutes left. What else do we need to cover before we uh, wrap up for the day?
3: Well, tomorrow we can uh, go uh, cover some of the other topics in in the article. Good. And I'm I'm sure a lot of folks will have questions for Mark on on trees. Uh, uh, Maybe we'll review some more of the trees on the uh, CPS rebate list uh, and – uh, so people can take a, oh, that's good. Yeah. a, uh, do a
1: little we'll research and and will look at that. I still can't remember the one that uh, that Jerry gives me the most grief on. So well, I'll I will have to d- look that up.
3: Uh, nice. I, I wasn't there? Wasn't there? What's the one that grows on the the kind of the, the the paths up into the into the mountains? Uh, gosh.
1: That's why from the valley he always he always chases yeah. me. In. Anyway. Uh, Remind everybody to go on to the SAWS website. Yeah. Uh, That's GardenStyleSA or SanAntonio.com. It's all one word.
2: And what will they find there?
1: They will find Buku's. Buku's. Buku's amount of ideas on uh, landscape design, watering recommendations, uh, activities to do in the garden. Oh, good. Okay. And I specifically wrote that per month, per plant type. And wow topic.
3: And if you don't get the we- get their uh, email uh, weekly, is a weekly mark.
1: It's weekly uh, on Tuesday afternoons.
3: Yeah, all right. And, and it's free, and you don't even have to be a saws customer.
1: Though. That's correct. I yeah. have people from Uh-oh. Long Island listening.
2: Cool. We got to say goodbye. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Al. I'll see y'all tomorrow on the answer.